Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Eli Manning joining us, two-time Super Bowl champ, and of course, co-host of The Manning Cast, joining us on behalf of Quaker, the official oatmeal sponsor of the NFL. And uh, Eli will tell you what he's doing with uh, Quaker coming up here. Good to see you again. What's your big takeaway? Let's start with the Eagles and the 49ers. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Uh, obviously, the Eagles are playing great football. That that pains me to to say a little bit, but they uh, they're playing great defense, and their offense, uh, like they've done all year, they they just do a good job taking care of the football and being able to run the football and and have Jalen Hurts doing these RPOs and getting the ball out quickly. He's not taking chances. It's safe safe throws, safe completions, and so. It's pretty good complimentary team football that they're able to um, you know to play and they've done it the last two weeks. Obviously, it's unfortunate for the 49ers losing their their starting quarterback and they've you know they've they've dealt with that twice already this year. It's hard to to, to lose your third string stringer and, and come back and then lose your fourth stringer and so it's unfortunate they didn't have kind of all their firepower in action and and do that. But Philadelphia is playing great football. Okay, as a quarterback you're looking at who's going to put pressure on you. Like Hassan Reddick is un- unbelievable. Now, when you go to the line of scrimmage, how often would you change your blocking assignments or have somebody help out because you know where he is? How often would that happen uh, in your career? Yeah, I mean, I think it's you, you definitely have to know where their best rushers are. And, you know, hey, sometimes – your, your tackle's got to be the guy that blocks them, or sometimes you do play action where you have a tight end has to block them sometimes, but you don't want those one-on-one matches uh, matchups all day long. You want to try to keep a, a chip by a tight end or keep a back over there to, to chip them and just slow them down so he's not in a sprinter stance and, and firing off the ball. Uh, so I think it's just that that combination of, of having multiple uh, multiple ways to show different diff, you know different looks at them, line up, you know, lining up guys over him. So you will change things up um, if, you know, depending on where he is, try to get 
the offensive line to slide you know, to his side so you can try to get a double team as much as possible. I know that we love the big plays, you know, Mahomes, explosive, all of that. The Eagles are methodical. You, you were fortunate. You had a, a good running game. And I wonder, you know, what's, what's more devastating to a defense when you get those big plays, explosive plays, or we're just going to keep running the football at you? I think it's when you, yeah, when you can run the football at them because it's, it's, there's nothing you can do to stop it. And that, and that can be a frustrating thing when you're loading the box and you're just getting pushed around and you're getting moved around. And, and what it does also, it, it slows down the pass rush. All of a sudden, those defensive ends are tired. They're playing the run. Those defensive tackles are, are tired. They're not just doing all their spin moves. They're trying to fit gaps and they're worried about stopping the run. And so it opens up the play action. It slows the pass rush down so you can get, you know, more completion. So it, it just, when you can run the football, it kind of helps everything else work better as well. And so the Eagles are doing it really well. And, and whether it's, you know, one of their, you know, three running backs they have or Jalen Hurts running it, uh, they have a lot of different ways to keep the ball uh, just kind of on the ground. And, not you know, you're not, you're not dealing with tip passes. You're not dealing with sacks. You're not dealing with interceptions. And so you take a lot of the bad plays out of the game and you can just control the clock you can shorten the game and keep their offense on the sideline for a long time which which is frustrating as well Mahomes on a bad ankle I don't know you didn't rely on your legs but playing with a high ankle sprain uh what did you expect out of Mahomes well, I thought he I thought he played uh, really really well and made some some really uh, impressive throws, moving around in the pocket and still you know running up and making off balance throws off a bad ankle uh, is not is not easy and, and 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 he made some some really spectacular throws. I think he did miss a few kind of some of the easier throws because of it and just you're a little bit off and pushing off and on sign on times and I think sometimes when you are you're on the run and you're moving you're not thinking as much and you're reacting and he made some of those really good throws but when you're kind of sitting in the pocket and and things are a little bit easier you think about it a little bit more and he, he just missed a couple of crossing routes uh, that he normally does not but you know he 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 just competed and obviously the the last play of the game or for the offense when they uh, you know able to run get the first down get the late hit on the sideline to put it in field goal um, you know position was obviously a huge play in the game. You know your longest run from scrimmage? Uh, what, 18, 18 yards maybe Something three different like times three different times eighteen That's yards. My lucky number. Yeah, there you go. And Peyton's lucky number too. <laughs> Although Peyton's longest was thirty three. Yeah, I saw it. It took it took a minute and a half though. He's still yeah. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he almost there. Delay of the game, delay of game during the play. They call it a penalty. How did you, through your career, you were very careful about what you gave the media. You didn't give. There was no bulletin board material. But then, how often did you really want to say what you felt about something or somebody? That's yeah. You you do that in the quarterback room afterwards. You know you you kind of you, you gotta like laugh about it and be able to uh, kind of with with your quarterbacks or your quarterback coach say hey you know this is what this guy asked me. This is what I really wanted to say <laughs> and I couldn't say it. So at least you get it off your chest. Uh, you get it out there and then you know like, all right I got I got that done. I'm not holding it in just forever and then one day it's just all gonna spill out and I'm just gonna have a freak out on the media. So I was always trying to avoid that. But I think you, you always want to be 
uh, you know, kind of tell the truth and be honest and give some information. But you, you don't always have to tell exactly uh, what what you're feeling. Give us uh, an idea what the Pro Bowl is going to be all about with you and you and Peyton. Yeah, uh, excited. A little flag football uh, Pro Bowl this year. So a new uh, a, a new way of playing it. And, it, you know, I think the, the game had gotten, you know, a little bad and, and there was not much tackling anyway. So we, we said, hey, let's just eliminate the tackling. We'll play flag. Let's get some of these great athletes, get, get them the ball in space. And, and let them make some phenomenal plays. And, you know, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill, like get them the ball, let them, let the quarterbacks throw it. We don't need a pass rush and, and let them play a little seven on seven. Uh, I expect it to be a lot of scoring, uh, high, 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 high paced, uh, high action. And so, uh, I expect the NFC to win. You know, Peyton's a uh, he's a terrible coach. We all know that. Uh, good player, bad coach. So I think we're at a major advantage. Uh, Tony Dungy said that Peyton would make a terrible coach because he would be he he was so. But even an analyst, he said he'll drive you crazy. Yes, I agree. Uh, he drives me crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, trying to analyze film with him and and the amount of. Uh, you know, voice memos. He he leaves me and and everything going on. So I keep asking for the cliff notes of the of the memo. Uh, if you could send me that, it'd be a lot easier on me and save me a lot of time. But I think I, I think with with Peyton, you know, he was so good at at seeing the plays and picking the perfect play and then running it and then and then and then running it well and and executing it. I think if if you know if from the sideline, he wouldn't be able to do all those things. He might be able to get to some good plays, but then if they don't execute it, I think it'd be frustrating to him. I think it'd just be a very frustrating experience for him, and I think that would come across to the players, and that's what I'm hoping happens uh, this Sunday at the Pro Bowl as well. Uh, we had Tom Brady on a couple of months ago, and I said, you know, how long would it take for you to get your Super Bowl rings? He, he said it would take him a couple of minutes to, to find his uh, Super Bowl rings. Well, he has a lot of them, though. But right, he does have a lot. A lot how, how long would it take you to find your Super Bowl rings? Uh, I mean, I know where they are. To go physically get them and be back. And go get them and be back in this chair in, in a minute. A minute. Last don't, time you I wore them. I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, don't challenge me. Uh, last time I wore I don't wear them. I don't wear them much. Uh yeah, they're so they're so big and cl- and clunky. It's like it's not comfortable to wear, and like it hurt, hurts your fingers afterwards. I, I remember with the first with the first championship, we're 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 designing the ring, and we kind of talked about it a little bit, saying, "Hey, wouldn't it be you know kind of maybe a good idea if we got a Super Bowl ring and didn't make it like the biggest thing in the world where we could actually could wear it, and it wouldn't be like this obnoxious like bling thing out that like we're never gonna wear." And we're kind of talking about it and we're designing it. And we're going through it. And then Michael Strahan shows up 45 minutes late. But like we had it designed, like ready to go. And he's like, only thing I care about is I want a 10 table ring. And everybody's like, what's, what's a 10 table ring? He goes, when I walk into a restaurant, I want you to be able to see this thing from 10 <laughs> tables away. And I was like, all right. And we had to restart the whole, the whole deal. And we got the big giant. Why not Super- just a class ring? How about you get a Super Bowl ring and maybe a, like a, a class, a wearable class ring? It's not a bad idea. I think you, I think we need to go to the double ring, kind yeah. of a wearable one, and yeah. then you have like the trophy case one. Yes. Uh, tell us what you're doing with Quaker. 
yeah, excited to partner with Quaker and invite fans to share how they pre-grain before the big game for a chance to win uh, tickets and to attend the Super Bowl for next year. So uh, to enter the contest, you can go to TikTok, you can follow Quaker. And between now, today, and February 12th, you got to upload your own pre-grain video of how you're using Quaker Oats to prepare for the game using uh, the caption, hashtag Quaker pre-grain, hashtag entry. <laughs> so upload your video, how you're using Quaker Oats, and you got a chance to go to the Super Bowl next year. Are you in a Super Bowl commercial this year? Uh, no. Oh, Not. what's going on? Uh, yeah. It, just, is, Peyton, is Peyton involved in one? I, I, there's always a bet, like the over/under on Peyton on how many Super Bowl commercials he's in. I don't know what the number. I don't know what the official <laughs> bet is. But he is in. Sure. Is he in at I least one? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not positive. I think we have. You know, we've had some kind of through the playoffs leading up to the. To, you know, kind of leading up to the Super Bowl, but. Um, you know, we gotta, you gotta, you know, you never know. You could, we got time. Uh, Dan, I got two weeks. I got two weeks. Maybe I, can, I can, I can sneak in one. Uh, good to talk to you. Good luck with the campaign there. Always good to talk to you. Thank you, Eli. Always, Dan. Thanks so much. That's Eli Manning. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Ross joins us. What did you see on the Brock Purdy injury? Well, I was surprised, Dan. I mean, I, I'm on the Niners sideline. I usually spend most of the time on the visiting sideline because there's less people over there and because that's how you get more TV time because all the cameras are where the press box is on the home. So I intentionally go on the away side to try to get as much TV time for my sister and my daughters as I can. Um, but no, I mean, you can tell he got hit, right? Obviously, we all saw that. But when he was throwing on the sideline, he was throwing okay. I mean, he wasn't like really zipping it in there, but he was throwing okay. I thought I saw him, Dan, look at some people and say, you know, kind of nod his head and say, yeah, I'm okay. And then the Niners come out for the next series, and Josh Johnson goes out there. It's a TV timeout. And I'm, you know, so we're not on radio either. So I tweeted, Josh Johnson's in the game of quarterback. And I went over there. I was right behind Purdy. They were like rubbing some type of balm on his bicep and bicep tendon. They were doing something with the back of his elbow. I mean, they did everything they could to try to enable that kid to go back in the game and throw. But at halftime, when I was walking off the field with Kyle Shanahan and Aaron Andrews, Aaron said, what about Purdy in the second half? And Kyle said, I'm told it's a no. So he was not supposed to come back in the game, obviously, till Johnson got hurt. And then I think Kyle just thought he'd rather have a guy that can at least take the snaps from center and hand off than try to put Juszczyk or McCaffrey or somebody back there. Yeah, trying to figure that out, I was surprised they just didn't stay with Debo or McCaffrey in the Wildcat. And, you know, Purdy said, I couldn't throw the ball 10 yards. Johnson gets the concussion there. Uh, The game plan for the Niners in the second half. Uh, What did you make of that? Well, I thought it was sad. I mean, I'm on the Niners sideline. McCaffrey had one of the best touchdown runs I've ever seen. That was unbelievable. Debo Samuel's over there, Dan, asking to return punts and kickoffs, trying to get the Niners back in this. And they have so many good players, such a good team, but they obviously had no chance at that point. And, you know, I don't think they really have that much in the playbook in terms of Wildcat. Like, it sounds great to say, just put McCaffrey out there and run the Wildcat, but they don't actually practice that. You know, if if they thought that that was a possibility, then they would have had a third quarterback active for the game. You know, they don't think two quarterbacks are going to get hurt. So there's a lot there. And I know, Dan, you remember when I played, 45 guys were active. Eight of us, you know, were inactive. And then there was one guy that was the emergency quarterback that could only go in the game 
if the first two got hurt and once he went in, the first two couldn't. They don't have that anymore. They bumped the rosters up to 48. So the Niners made a choice not to have a third quarterback out there. I don't blame them. That's what most teams do. Uh, I will say this. The last thing I'll say about this, as much as it stunk, because, you know, the game was kind of over then. You know, it sounds weird to say this in the context of a sport, but this is football. The Eagles earned those injuries. I mean, Reddick hit Purdy hard on the elbow when it was back like that. And by the way, Kyle Shanahan, why are you having tight ends block Kassan Reddick? Why are you doing that? And then, you know, I think it was Sue. I can't remember who hit Josh Johnson. So the Eagles D-line, it was not like those were fluke injuries. The Eagles D-line caused those injuries. Yeah, I was wondering about that as a former offensive lineman. When you got somebody like Reddick where you need help, do you say, look, I need help? Do you say that to your coach? Do you say that to your quarterback that I can't handle this guy one-on-one? Well, so first of all, they had tight ends trying to block him or they were trying to do this play action and boots and having tight ends and receivers block him, which was, it didn't work, obviously. Um, usually, Dan, they kind of know that ahead of time in terms of whether or not you would struggle with a guy one-on-one pass. But what they'll do is they'll actually give you some help early in the game to let you get settled in, whether they slide the center your way or they chip or, you know, whatever, to get you comfortable and then maybe try you one-on-one sometimes. You know, I don't think I ever said to a coach or I don't think I ever heard a guy say to a coach, you know, I need help. Usually the coach identifies that before (laughs) the player is willing to say that. (laughs) There are certain guys that have deceptive speed. Redick and Bosa, like you don't realize how much quicker they are off the ball than everybody else. And it, like Redick was, that was alarming how quick he felt. Uh, I don't know if you see it the same way when you're on the sidelines, but it just felt like, wow, is he a half a step faster than everybody else? Well, you know what's wild about him? This is his third straight year with double-digit sacks. He did it in Arizona in 2020, in Carolina 2021. You would be amazed that he's not even a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. I am amazed how many people don't even know who Hassan Reddick is. But he's a Camden kid, which is right across the river from Philly. Like, he's been waiting his whole life for yesterday. I was thrilled for him. Now at least everybody knows who Hassan Reddick is. Yeah. Now, there was a moment on the sidelines where I think Miles Sanders goes out of bounds and two Niners were over there. It looked like they were going to get into a little bit of a back and forth. And you backed up, and then you started to walk almost in the middle of this, like you were going to engage with the 49. What what the hell were you doing? Oh, yeah, I have a whole strategy for this, Dan. So, so first of all, okay, some of the people on the sideline have no clue. If it ever looks like a running back or wide receiver or quarterback is running towards the sideline, when they get to the numbers, you need to get back. These people on the sideline, they're like, oh, la-di-da, yeah, they're 10 yards away. Dude, you have no time. (laughs) They are on you like this. Dan, I have no interest in getting hurt. No interest in a torn ACL. Because I, when they get near the numbers, I run backwards. But you backed up, but then you you started coming up. 
Yeah, yeah, that's for the TV time. Oh. That's for my close-up. Oh. That's for the close-up. <laughs> well, you had- I was going to wear my orange ski jacket so that everybody, so I get a lot of TV time. Yeah. But my wife said, what if you, like, that's very unprofessional looking. Everybody else wears something nice. You're going to have an orange ski jacket that just for TV. I was like, yeah, you're probably right. So, uh, but no, I get back and I immediately get right back in. To try to get. I was getting te- Charlie Weiss texting me that he saw me. Like I was getting texts from everybody. I got, I got like three or four, five second clips yesterday. I think. Yeah. Well done. We're talking to Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst. Uh, the referees in the Bengals Chiefs game had what kind of impact on the outcome? Not nearly as much of one as people are saying today. They were not good. It was disappointing. The extra down on third down was horrific, but the Chiefs still punted. You know, Dan, can you imagine if the Chiefs went down for a touchdown after that? That would be the only thing we'd be talking about today. Thankfully, for everybody involved. But they changed field position, Ross. They kept the drive alive. They kept the drive alive. Yeah, I mean, look. You run the clock, you got, you know, you didn't score. You kept the ball, kept the clock moving, and you changed field position. So it did – there might have been, a, a, you know, some kind of end result because of that. And the result shouldn't matter. They they didn't blow the play dead, which I don't understand how they couldn't do that. Let the play go. Sorry, that play counts. I agree. The one back judge or whoever, they showed on the wide all 22 that he kind of ran in right for a snap. To me, they should have let that play go. I will say this to all the Bengals fans saying the NFL is rigged or whatever. Like, hey, Bengals fans, you think the NFL wanted to be Bengals-Rams in the Super Bowl last year? And by the way, if it's rigged, didn't they rig it for you last year? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. It's obviously not rigged. Here's the thing, though, Dan. That was bad. And I totally agree with what you just said. The Bengals had the ball twice. Tie game. And they didn't get it done. I mean, they had the one pick that Burrow threw where the cook for the Chiefs made a good play. Then the next drive, Chris Jones sacks Joe Burrow twice. Bengals had the ball, tie game. They weren't able to get it done. The Chiefs make it sound like they blew out the Bengals, you know, with all of this post-game celebration and Travis Kelsey and – Patrick Mahomes, us against the – what the hell happened here? You guys barely squeaked by this, you know, the Bengals at home. You got the league MVP even on one leg. You got a Hall of Fame tight end here. You got a guy who's going to be one of the three best defensive linemen in football this year. I mean, come on. And then they won the game on a game-clinching unnecessary roughness penalty. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I mean, was that the first – game clinching unnecessary <laughs> roughness penalty in uh nfl history i felt bad for that kid by the way they kept showing him yeah, no. and you could see his chest was like he i mean he's 22 yeah. years old I, I felt awful for him because people don't know what it's like imagine being 260 pounds you're running as fast as you can you got a helmet on you only have your line of visions like this you're running like this it's not that easy to be able to know that Mahomes is out of bounds. That was unfortunate. But, yeah, you know the way it is in pro sports, Dan. You're looking for any little motivation. They didn't like that they were calling it Bur- uh, Burrowhead Stadium. <laughs> and, look, that game, 
I said this on the Ross Tucker podcast this morning. That was a huge game for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' legacy. There's a big difference between three Super Bowls in four years versus 0-4 against Burrow, Zach Taylor, and the Bengals. I mean, as great as they are, Dan, you know this, if you're 0-4, boy, that hurts your argument in terms of being you know, an all-time great pairing. Great to talk to you as always. Always, man. I can't wait to see you next week. It's going to be great. Yeah. And, is, and it's a uh, jabroni, not a jambroni, as Fritzy says it, right? Have you ever been called a jabroni? It's a jabroni. Yes, that's from The Rock. Yeah. Fritzy said jambroni? Jam. Yeah, jambroni. Yeah, I'm, jambroni. I'm like the number one Fritzy supporter of anybody, but then he does things like that, and he just puts <laughs> me in such a bad spot. It's like indefensible. Thank you, Ross. See you, man. And we'll see you in Arizona. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Our uh, good friend Dave Lapham, he's the Bengals radio network analyst. He's been doing it for over three decades and uh, was there on the call yesterday, last night, as the Bengals bow out in dramatic fashion. How would you sum up what you saw last night, Dave? Well, first, Dan, I want to compliment you on your man cave. It is the best I've ever seen. There's no question about it. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. But what I I saw was a team that uh, lost too many situational football categories. Uh, they were outperformed on third down. They were outperformed in the red zone. They lost a turnover battle by one. Uh, you know, these are things that you just can't uh, can't have happen. And then, interestingly enough, I mean, it was ironic almost, the thing that cost them the football game ultimately was something that they've done oh so well all season long. They're the second fewest penalized team in the National Football League all season long in terms of yards second fewest penalty yards in the entire league tied for fourth in terms of number of penalties assessed they have not self-destructed by penalty well in the biggest game of the year they're self-destructed by penalty when joseph asai lost track of where he was on the football field and he's very aware i mean he's a smart guy very aware player it just happens and and he pushes Mahomes and gets uh called for the a critical penalty to put him in field goal range it goes from a 60-yard field goal to a 45-yard field goal to to win the game at the gun, and uh, so it's it's ironic that it all unfolded that way. But just about every situational football category that you you have to at least break even, win some of them across the board. Kansas City Chiefs took all of them, so it was amazing to me. Bengals were in the game to the extent they were. This is how it sounded on the Bengals radio network: the call of Joseph Asai's penalty on Patrick Mahomes. Two receivers out to each side. Mahomes with a deep drop. Now moving in the pocket. Running to the right and running well. He's at the 50. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out Uh, of bounds. And the Bengals push him after he was out of bounds. Multiple flags are going to tack 15 yards onto this play. Eight seconds left in regulation. And with that penalty, the Chiefs will be in field goal range. Man, you have to be more aware. This football team has got a lot of awareness. Not on that play. So that's Dave uh, with the color commentating and speaking for Bengals Nation on that. And you knew you knew what had just happened there. Not keeping your emotions inside, that's for sure. Yeah, that uh, when when the penalty was 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 called, and, and it should have been. The thing that I have is uh, I agree with some of your whole responders. Man, the officiating sucked. Very inconsistent. You know, and Dan, I've said all along, I, why do you break up 
officiating crews and have the all-star crews. These guys haven't worked with each other all year long. Yep. I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> it, 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 we know that a team is not necessarily built up of, you know, nine MVPs in baseball or 11 MVPs in football. It's a team. Everybody has a role. Everybody has a responsibility. Everybody works together. And you work with the, t- the same guys all year long. And then when it gets to the most important games of the year, they mess it up. They muck it up. I, I, I don't get it. But at any rate, you know, that's a that's another, I guess, another subject, another topic. But um, it, I that should have been a penalty. Joe Burrow gets smoked after he throws the football, gets hit up in, by his shoulder pads, does a backward somersault, gets up, looks at the official like, what? You know, I mean, that was well after I threw the football. You know, the, the inconsistency of it. Um, and, and Joe, same thing. Joe scrambled for a first down out of bounds, both feet in the white, in the five-yard white area, gets pushed. No call. Well, you know, that was it was close, um, but you could have called it, and it wasn't that close with Mahomes. That one had to be called. Yeah, I I just never felt like the Chiefs were out of control. It just felt like they were always doing something just a little bit better than the Bengals. The Bengals were desperate, trying to keep something live. The fourth and sixth that they went for, uh, you know, to start the fourth quarter. It, it just felt like they were always a step behind, a half a step behind with the Kansas City Chiefs. As they move to next season, Dave, what do you see with the Bengals? Uh, any changes, any additions? Yeah, there there always are. You know, uh, last year's football team that went to the Super Bowl, uh, the makeup of this football team was much different. You know, the, the highly publicized uh, signing of, three veteran offensive linemen in free agency, and then they go and draft one uh, who ends up being a starter all season long in Volson. So they they redid their offensive line. I mean, I, there, there are definitely going to be tweaks. Um, you know, the, every phase had their moments of, uh, of, of lack of execution, including special teams. Crispin, unfortunately, had the worst punting day of his, of his season at the, at the most inopportune time. And, um, uh, you know, the, the punt return killed him, and there was an illegal block on it that wasn't called. I mean, <laughs> you, you can go through these games, and you, when you comb through them, you can find all kinds of things, but flagrant things on big plays, you know, that, that's tough when they're not called sometimes. Uh, but at any rate, you, you, you're going to have to improve. You're going to have to, you know, tweak the, tweak the roster here and there. The roster never comes back uh, fully intact. There's always something that goes on in terms of free agency in the draft in the offseason, but the core of the football team, Dan, is young and talented. So, you know, I, I do think the core is going to remain intact. And there was a report that Burrow's going to get a contract and it's going to be $50 million a year? Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. I mean, th- this guy is uh, this is a special dude. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he was under duress, <laughs> to put it politely. The uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, number one in the AFC in quarterback sacks, and number two in the NFL. They had 55 during the course of the year, and they they uh, garnered five in the AFC Championship game. And man, I'll tell you, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, full grown men. Bengals didn't have many <laughs> didn't have many answers for those guys. I'll tell you, they were they were getting it done at the line of scrimmage. And you know, everybody talks about ah, three rookies in the secondary. They played well, but the old axiom, I believe, uh, in very much. Your best pass defense is a hellacious pass rush, and yeah. they had one yesterday. Well, congrats on the season, and uh, we'll talk to you next year. Thank you, Dave. 
Thank you, Dan. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're you're an icon. You're a legend. Always love uh, visiting you, my man. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.